episode 57 of podcast neil and mike back for another week and geez i'm in pain oh my god <laughs> you alluded to this in our in our texting back and forth oh what's going on there man i'm just i'm a hurting unit i'm uh, back part of it okay yeah all right um <laughs> I went for a little bit of a drive today and I chose the vehicle on purpose that had heated seats, not because it was cold out, but because it would almost act like a heating pad and yep. help my sore back. Okay. That's how bad I am. What happened? What did you do? I shoveled around my house. Um, which doesn't sound like a big deal. No, I, tr- dude, I, I threw my back out picking up my daughter when she was like two years old. Yeah. Like a, tw- like nothing. And it doesn't take a lot. No. So I, the only spot that I didn't have to shovel realistically was like the front part. Cause we have a front attached garage, double garage. Yeah. Yep. I didn't have to shovel in front of that. And in the back, I didn't have to shovel 20 feet where our deck is. That's it. Everything else around the house got shoveled. And for 80% of that, it was up to like my hips. Really? Yeah. How much snow did you guys get? Over the course of the winter? Quite a bit. I will send you pictures. And I did like just over, like let's say a shovel and a half width and like one of those scoop shovels, right? Yeah. 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 So one and a half of those all the way around the house. And that was my Saturday. Wow. I am a hurting friggin' unit today. <laughs> oh my God. My arms are like rubber. <laughs> my back is shot. Like I, I, Oh God. Have you done like all the, standard things have you popped some advil or moat oh yeah i've tried to do that the hot water bottle thing i've tried laying on the floor stuff like that so i'm sure like i'm i will say i'm not as i'm not as uh bad off as what i am or what i have been in other cases yep knock on wood um but at the same time Let's hope that in a couple of days I turn the corner. Usually this type of thing, give it a couple of days. As long as I'm careful, yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You you kind of like you want to be like intentionally gingery with things. Like Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't, like don't get too stiff on things, but just kind of do it slow, do it relaxed, and that's what she's saying. <laughs> Um, I'll try and take some pictures to post online so everyone can see what I'm talking about, but it's, I'm glad it's done. Don't get me wrong. Anything to help mitigate any type of possible flying when the melt really starts, which here, it looks like it's going to start this week because the temperatures they're calling for this week are going to be great. Yeah. We're getting double digits this week. Shut up. Yeah. I think we're supposed to go up to 11 at one point. Dude, that's awesome. And like, we've. We've had a couple of dumps and a couple of melts. And so like there are parts of my property too, where it's like really big snow drifts. Cause we have a lot of windstorms here too. 
yeah. um, that would probably be like up to my hips or like up to my waist type thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see where all of this is going to go. Like the good news for me is that my property slopes down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all going to wash away from me, but yeah, I've it. got someone who lives right behind me and I don't want anything bad to happen there for them. I mean, out where I am, because I'm like just outside Saskatoon, we've got uh, the here has its natural drainage. Yep. So there's like a lot of those like mini culverts and all that to help mitigate flooding and stuff like that. So, um, and we've never had an issue. Again, knock on wood. Um, we've never had an issue. That's but there's just so much snow this year. Yeah. I don't want to risk it. No. And and our property is slightly, and when I say slightly, I mean slightly elevated compared to the rest of the street. Right. But again, I don't want to risk it. Why would you? No, no it's, not, so, it's not worth it. No, exactly. Definitely not worth it. So that's one of those, like, I feel like middle-aged guy things nobody tells you about. One day you might have to shovel around your house. Yeah, well, I it's today I ended up because we've had again, like we've had a couple of like light dumps of snow, um, but then lots of wind. So like my driveway will look clear in some parts and then it's just like snow drifts like everywhere. And it all was kind of culminating at the bottom near my garage. Um, and so I started getting worried because we got like Amazon coming here like every day with deliveries and shit and like we have family that will come over sometimes the last thing you want is to have a little slipping hazard for oh, folks. of course yeah so i got the totally. i got the snow blower out today took took that for a rep threw a little bit of snow it was fucking awesome nice there you go yeah, yeah we even got into the habit where like we don't we used to buy like salt for the walkway and stuff like that and we gave up on that yep like we found that if we get out and shoveled it and and all that regularly just putting like some gravel down oh yeah then you're fine yeah like just a little bit yeah just as well yeah yeah so. that's the problem on mine i didn't like when i was plowing it with my atv i could never get the shovel on my atv low enough to like really scrape the pavement and so mm. there was always like this this layer of yep. this compressed snow but it would get warm so it kind of like it would liquefy and then it would get cold again it would flash freeze now you have ice everywhere on your driveway that used to be snow and yeah, so totally. but yeah like if you can get ahead of it like just like do a decent shovel get as close to the ground as you can and some gravel or even some sand like yeah dirt. whatever you can get yeah and like usually you can go out and it, the good thing is it's pet safe and you know stuff yeah. like that so the worst part for us too is our backyard Oh, the amount of snow in that backyard. <laughs> Man, it's it's going to be an interesting melt. I just looked it up after you said you were getting to double digits. Yep. Like tomorrow's supposed to be our coldest day of the week. It's supposed to be minus three. And then after that, we're like single digit highs, and it's going to be anywhere from four to six degrees as highs all week. That's... So the melt is going to be real. Um, <laughs> and we've got a pile of snow. That is just like from the last storm that we had. Yep. It's just, it's not all from that storm. I should specify, but a lot of it is from the winter, but a good addition 
came from that last storm and holy crap man it's it's impressive there's no way around it dude you're gonna hate me <laughs> so our our temperatures this week three tomorrow yeah eight tuesday okay 12 on wednesday 15 on thursday oh dude and eight on friday yeah yours is gonna be a mess man Honestly, I'd rather have our weather right now because a slow melt means less of a chance of like any type of like flooding yeah. or oh, I know. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. I don't get oh yeah. I think I might have sent this to you before, but I want to make sure I do again just to make sure the one picture in particular of the backyard or sorry, the the front yard kind of looking yep. into the alleyway. I'll text it to you. Right. And this is one I'll send to or I'll put on social media as well, but it's, I don't know if impressive is the word, but you'll see in the picture, like the tips on the of my hedges that line the one side of my garage um, Whoa. or my driveway. Yeah. I just sent Mike that picture. So those hedges are about six foot tall. Whoa. The amount of snow that's caught up in those hedges, like there's maybe four to five inches that are like uncovered. Yeah. Wow. And then you see that pile of snow in the back yep. of the picture. And that's because we're in a cul-de-sac. So anytime that the snow cleaning equi- uh, equipment from the town comes down, they push the snow down the cul-de-sac yep. and just put it into that open area. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's aggressive. <laughs> that's aggressive yeah. it's uh but at the same time look at how good that driveway is that's not bad right I, that's a good looking driveway like all things considering consider yes. how much snow we got yep that's not bad do you show are you a shoveler or, or are you a snowblower we actually picked up one of those uh silly little electric snow thrower things yeah that you know you wouldn't think would be good for much yeah that's what we've used all winter awesome yeah and the thing is as long as you stay on top of things like and obviously you don't want to be going out in the middle of a storm no but if you go out on a regular basis stay on top of it like in the middle of a of a snowfall you might end up having to go out two or three times instead of once at the end of it but if you do that you can use this thing and it takes care of it it can handle it it's like maybe it can handle up i think it's to like two feet of snow at the most um and maybe like the same thing wide yeah say it, it you've got to take a lot of passes yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. hey it's better than having to shovel all of it <laughs> yeah no trust me man there's trust parts me. there's parts where we don't have a choice um we don't have a choice but to break out the shovel but it's a small part of that driveway and walkway so well when i before we had a trailer we bought a tent trailer last summer yeah um and before we had that i basically was able to like move the cars off the driveway put them on the road and get the my atv with the with the plow on it no problem now having now having the trailer there like there's this part there's like this l-shaped part of my driveway that like i can barely even get the atv in and around so like i have to go in there and i have to hand bomb it essentially but no more because now i have snowblower that pivots like a motherfucker 
and like <laughs> I could just like fucking ride this thing everywhere. It's amazing, amazing. Now's the time to be looking out for a snowblower. Oh yeah, God, absolutely. The season sales. I should probably go on the Canadian Tire app and take a look. Yeah, yeah. We bought ours after a good dump, and that was like that was one of the first things that Kim said was like, we're either gonna get like extremely lucky or we're gonna have potentially have to pay out of our ass for one if we want one that bad just because like everyone's buying them it's just like when you have a heat wave everyone's buying air conditioners conditioners. yeah yeah totally so we got lucky and that's so that's how it was for us too like i think it was our third summer here or something we had uh we actually had friends come out uh to visit with us and it was a heat wave and oh my god we did not have AC and it was the first summer where we had a heat wave like that. Yep. We, it was un, unbearable. Like we were hanging out in the basement and even then with the humidity, good God. So we called around and we lucked out. And I think we might've found one of the last ones in the city. The guy was coming out like two days later to install it. Wow. Like it was unbelievable luck. That's perfect, man. That's the worst situation. Like. Uh when we used to live downtown Toronto, it seemed like every summer because they never, they they didn't keep the air conditioning on in the winter. They would switch it over to heat. And then you basically have your central air uh, to control everything. So, but every, every summer when they would always switch over to the AC, it would always break and they would always want to wait as long as they could to turn it on just for saving money. Um, but it usually meant that there was like one or two pretty good hot days that we've already had. And then like, okay, yeah, we'll turn it on now. But every fucking time it never worked. So it's like, you think you have this relief coming and then nothing. And like our condo, we get up to like 85 to 90 degrees and like, just you're miserable. Like yeah. you can't like outside of taking cold showers and then barely drying off and sleeping with a fan right on you to keep you like an ice, like, like a ice cube. Yeah. Brutal. Oh, I know. And honestly, I, I don't know what's worse because like I was having this discussion the other day with, with my wife and my wife, I was kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was like just about to cough. And then you pointed at me. That's what I was like. Oh, I've- <laughs> oh, we've never done a soundbite on this show, but that might have to be one. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was, good. That that was, was so good. Oh, man. Uh, but I, I don't know which season I prefer more, the cold season or the hot season. Because honestly, as much as I hate like shoveling and snow blowing. Yep. I actually think I hate lawn maintenance more. So there's that. Oh, and then I at the love- same time, you don't have mosquitoes right now. You don't have ticks. You don't have, you know, all the other stuff that comes with that. So I don't know. Yeah. I th- I think I'm definitely a summer guy just because I like the lawn stuff. Because I've never got to, I never had to do it before, so I'm still kind of in my honeymoon phase of like. Yeah, I get it. Get to ride my like my lawn tractor to cut my lawn and like. Yeah, fun man, and like Honestly, around if the I, pool and like doing shit to the pool, 
if I had a lawn tractor, I'd probably be in on that too. Mm -hmm. I'd probably be on your side. Dude, Um, like literally like get a beer or whatever beverage you want, put your headphones on and you literally just ride. It's awesome. Uh, The, I think the bigger thing for me too, the only, well, not the only, but the biggest downside for me is like when it's stupid cold. Yeah, it's minus 40, minus 45, whatever. And the furnace is kicking in all the time and your house is drier than a popcorn fart. Yeah. And it's just like everything you touch, every move you make generates static electricity and you're getting shocked nonstop. Yep. Yeah. And yes, I know humidifier. I get it. That's the same. But still. Yeah, exactly. It's just not the same. Like it's just manufactured dry air. It's just, ugh. And the humidifier helps, don't get me wrong, but it's still, it's not quite the same. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I know that feeling, man. We keep anyway. our, we keep our house pretty cool just because we like being cooler than warmer anyway. Yep. Um, but then like, even like down here, I have my little heater on in my office, which luckily enough um, is not big enough that it gets super dry in here. Cause that would be my biggest fear that like, Oh God. Know, yeah. Could you imagine with- and just like, you all of a sudden just start peeling. <laughs> um, but what we actually, in our main floor, we have a propane fireplace. And we use that, like that's pretty much our, our main source of heat without having the furnace having to come on all the time. Okay, now I'm interested in this because with the propane fireplace, do you have like one of these ginormous tanks for it? I have two tanks. How big are each tank? Oh, I don't remember. Like roughly. Oh wait, like I can let me look at one of my my recent propane bills. Okay. Uh, this is riveting podcasting, by the way. I can't tell. That's okay. But they're like they're uh, they're sizable. Yeah. Like like if you're standing up next to them because you're a fairly tall guy. Yeah. How tall? Like where do the tanks probably come like up to next to you? Five and a half feet. Okay, so they're decent sized tanks. They're yeah. the size oh, yeah. I was thinking of and pretty big around. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they're good. Okay, so you've got two of those. Mm-hmm. How often do you have to get those filled? Roughly? So, yeah, in the winter, um, they come a lot more frequently just because they want to make sure that you don't run out of propane. Sure. They can't heat your house or have hot water and stuff like that. So, I would say, like, right now, they probably come maybe once a month okay and it's not a full it's not a it's not a full refill that they do every time that they come no it's but they just like the majority of your house is on like electric hot water and stuff like that right no it's all propane man i didn't know that i thought you were on electric no that's okay see learning new stuff here yeah Okay, that explains. Oh yeah, propane's a big like, and it's fucking pricey right now too. So, (laughs) there's no way around it. Um, so in the winter they come, they come pretty frequently, and then we told them in the summer to come more frequently too because we have a pool heater that runs off of the propane. Sure. Um, and they always forget, and so we end up like emptying our tanks in the summer. And then you like again, first world problem. Get don't have my pool heater on. Um, and then you start you kind of have to watch your hot your hot water reserve in your hot water tank so that you're not like draining it. But they're usually pretty good about coming a day or two after you call them. It's just it's a pain in the butt. 
it very much reminds me based on what you're describing, like how it was for us with our, our water situation when we first moved here, because we were on cisterns. We didn't have town water. Yep. Neither do we. we brought a well. Yeah. No, we didn't even have well. We had two 1,250 gallon tanks. In oh, shit. Yeah. So you would actually have like water delivered, I'm assuming. Same as you do with, with propane. Yeah. We had a guy with a water truck that would actually come in and there was a hose that he would take from the pipe and a pipe that was connected yep. exterior to the house into, to, into the tanks in the basement. And he would just fill those things. Amazing. And, and we would no do it idea. once a month. Yeah. Wow. And we did that for like the first, I don't know, let's say three years we were here. But same thing. You knew you were good down to a certain point on the tank. Yeah. And once you got down to that point, you had to give them a call. Yeah. And they were great about being here. We usually within 48 hours yep. of getting that call. But yeah. there was a couple of times where we were cutting it close. Yeah. It's, it, I think like even for us moving out here and never own, owning a house before, like we always lived in apartments and condos. Yeah. Um, we never had to worry about, maintenance like especially in, like in our last condo our maintenance fees covered like our heat our water um and hydro so like kind of hard to argue we never, we never had utility bills like yep. our utility bills our monthly maintenance fees were which were really expensive but um it had our utilities wrapped into it and then moving out here like now we've got like an electric bill now we have our propane bills um we don't have a water bill because we're on you're on well yeah um but we have to do things like i in my office behind those those mirrored doors is basically our water system oh, okay so i have to go in there and like we have a water softener yeah we'll put probably the, you have an ro system too or uh ro what's an ro what, reverse osmosis oh yes yes yeah okay um so that like I pop back in there like every month and a half or so and refill the water softener and like sure. part of my routine in the summer when I'm walking around the property like every Saturday morning it's like go check on the tanks and make sure we've got enough propane in there and yeah like it's all these things that you never like I never had the experience of having to do before um, and it gives you a much better appreciation I think just for your usage of stuff. Yeah. Um, especially when you don't have what is considered like a finite resource, like yeah, finite in the sense I, that like we're constantly hooked up to it. Like if we had everything on electric, then yeah, other than if the power goes out, CLV. But like we have like propane gas that heats our house, that heats our water, that does all that. Like you don't have it, you realize pretty quickly how much you need it. <laughs> yeah, you have a finite supply on site. Yeah. So. No, I totally get that's exactly how we were with water and you change your habits accordingly. Like it's amazing. Like we made changes in those first three years after we moved here. Like we installed like the low flow shower heads, the low flow yeah. taps uh, for the sink and toilets, same thing, like the dual flush. And, you know, we, we changed habits in general. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing when you combine all of that, how much of a difference it makes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's the same thing with like when we started to make the switch over years ago to LED bulbs. I was floored how much of a difference it made after a year. Yeah. 
because our bill all of a sudden went down from like, let's say uh, 120 a month at the time, given what electricity rates were like down to 88 bucks. Yep. After a year. And not because, you know, we changed our usage or anything. We just changed the bulbs. Hardware. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing else had changed. It's not like there was massive, you know, energy rate increases or decreases that year. It was, we changed our bulbs, man. Yeah. <laughs> changed our bulbs, man. And that's it, man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it makes a big difference. It's some of those little things, you know, it's going to sound totally cliche, but they do add up over time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we've, you just got to learn to conserve and, just know that like yeah little changes lead to bigger things like it be it cost savings be it efficiency savings like yep all that no i it's like i I was an early adopter for one of those uh nest thermostats too oh yeah i put one of those into the house when we moved in it's awesome yeah love that thing i was actually so impressed with it i ran out and bought uh the nest fire uh smoke detectors and co alarms yeah yeah so got those got two of those in the house and uh actually had to replace them not that long ago because they had they reach an age where you have to replace them yeah yeah yeah. so yeah that happened actually just before christmas i think it was or just after i had to replace them and yeah i honestly love that system I'm sure there are other ones out there that are great. It's just that this is the one that I'm used to and I'm comfortable with. Yeah. No, yeah. There's, um, is it B? Eco B has one. Eco B, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honeywell has theirs. There's a bunch of others. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's the same. Like, Nest is, like, I thought it was going to be super daunting trying to hook that up. No. (laughs) No. They make it so easy and crystal clear to do it where it's just like, it it doesn't take any time whatsoever to get it done and they come now with um with a plate plate yeah so that like depending on your wall color and stuff like that like you can look have it look like of like a proper switch or something like that yeah i know it looks awesome (laughs) so i'm i'm with you no it's and if an idiot like me can do it (laughs) oh me too you'll you'll be okay me too I'm not, I mean, there's no way around it. It is a little daunting at first, like you said. Yeah, they make it pretty, like, I think between them walking you through it on the app and the instructions that actually come with it and the visuals that they put with it, like, it's a, they make it, like, if your system is like this, do this. If your system is like this, you do this. And, like, here's how you tell what system you have. Like, they make it pretty straightforward, which is... Yeah, good for idiots like us who aren't electricians or anything like that. No, but I I do appreciate the app as well. The app is pretty handy. Oh, it's usually handy, especially like, especially if you know you're not going to be home or like we. I use the Home Assist on it, so it tra- like when when my phone's in the house, it knows that we're home and we'll do things regularly. But when my phone's not, um, and there's no other movement then it'll just like go into pure energy saving mode yeah yeah that's what ours does too it kind of changed after my wife got the job that she's doing now where she's at home all the time yeah because it tracks your movements right every time you walk past it yeah 
so we don't go into energy saving mode as much during the day anymore but so be it yeah no it is what it is it still kicks into energy saving mode at night and it's yep yeah it's awesome that a way. little reminders to change your air filters and stuff like that too that's one thing i don't need a reminder for i do mine middle of every month anyway once a month guaranteed oh no i wait for the reminder oh god no <laughs> no i find because with the number of animals in the house it's best to just be on it and i do it once yeah, a month fair. anyway and honestly, if you're going to get up, this is it's like turning into like the lamest podcast. Ever. This is like uh, the dad podcast. Tonight. It really is. <laughs> Welcome to the middle-aged man home repair podcast. No. Uh, We're going to talk about barbecuing after. Yeah, exactly. What you want to do is get yourself a good marinade. No. Anyway, uh, there is uh, a sweet deal on furnace filters at Costco. Oh. If depending on the size of the filter you take, but if you yeah. take the basic, uh, because it's super common, uh, the 16 by 25, yeah, by I, think one, that, I think that's what I have. Yeah, you can get like a, I think it's a four pack of their Kirkland brand, yeah, whatever, but they're they're a Merv 10, which is a really high grade, which yeah. means they filter out a lot of the garbage that's in the air, yeah, and they're like 40 bucks. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. so. To, for that rate and for the higher quality ones as compared to say some of the cheaper ones you might get elsewhere yeah like you know canadian tire just saying speaking of um, costco um the closest costco that we have to us is in either in peterborough which is about 50 55 minutes away okay or oshawa oh no is it oshawa or whippy anyway we're going south they're actually building one that's going to be like now 35 minutes away from us dude exciting that is super exciting yeah is there any like how much of a costco shopper is your family in general like before you moved i would say we do it definitely before we moved it would probably be like once every few months okay so it wasn't a huge deal yeah, but it wasn't like we could get a shit ton of stuff because we didn't have the storage for it. That's fair. That's a very good point. So we had to kind of be cognizant with what we were getting and trying to figure out, like, what do we have space to store? What do we have space to freeze? And, like, all that sort of stuff. Now, here, we've got a, we've got a freezer in the garage. We've got our old fridge in the garage. We've got a double-door fridge with two freezers up in the kitchen now. So we've got so much more space. And so Kim will go probably once a month or so and like do like the chicken wings the chicken breasts um the big things of like salsa yeah paper towels toilet paper allergy medicine like their allergy medicine's awesome yeah it's so cheap man oh god so cheap <laughs> yeah and uh there's some others like i hate to say it but that's usually our first go-to when we do our grocery runs when and like we buy in smaller quantities but we'll go in and like weekly bursts Mm -hmm. like every weekend right um but like if i'm going in to like grab coffee or for low on something like that that's where we get it yeah right yeah um because you can get like a bag of starbucks beans when they're on sale for like 20 bucks and it's like a two pound bag of coffee beans yeah sign me up (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) 
But there's some stuff that honestly, I don't know if I could go without now from Costco. Such as? Like, well, the allergy medication is one yeah. now yeah. that you mentioned it, because it's great. And I do have uh, allergies I deal with in the summer. Yep. So there's that. Um, they have this butter chicken sauce that comes in a two pack. I forget the name of it at the moment. I'm drawing a blank. I think I know what you're talking about. But this might be some of the best store-bought butter chicken sauce I think I've ever had. It is so good. It is ridiculous how good it is. There's also, my parents discovered this from friends of theirs, which you can also get this this on Amazon. It's like jalapeno, like chipotle, or is it like chipotle jalapeno like dip? Okay. Dip that it's like stuff. It's, it reminds me of what you would see on like fish tacos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a jalapeno lime or something like kind of dip. It is unbelievable. Nice. Yeah. So I like good. the idea that you get them in like big ass squeeze bottles in like a two pack at Costco. <laughs> okay. So good. That's kind of cool. Uh, the other, obviously the coffee, like I said, yep. that's a big one. Yep. Um, the other one that, like, for a while, we were big fan of their dog food, too. Like, that's where we, yep. we were buying Kirkland brand dog food. Yep. They have uh, one called Nature's Domain. Uh, and that whole line, like, we liked it because you could go through the first, like, 20, 25 ingredients, and you didn't need a degree to read <laughs> the ingredients. <laughs> so it was the so, natural stuff. Yeah, it was, like, pretty good stuff in there, right? It was... The one that we were giving our dogs is like turkey and sweet potato, I believe it was. Right. And they loved it. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of other stuff, like, don't get me wrong. There's stuff I would miss if we couldn't go to Costco, but I wouldn't say that, like, it's not stuff we couldn't get elsewhere. Yeah. But the biggest thing I would miss if we weren't able to go to a Costco is the items in the canteen. The big old bucket of 30s for 20 bucks. That's a go-to. Because that's like a cheap supper and lunch the next day. Yep. 100%. The, hot, the hot dog and a drink for two bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. Yep. Sign me up. Come on. The, cask, the Costco canteen is, I think, yeah. the best thing about Costco. It's legit. It's legit good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of like ikea your first thought is to kind of discount it but then like you have it's like hmm. kind of takes you back to like the old days of like going into like a wolko or an eaton's or a sears or a zeller's and they had the restaurants in the store odd the zeller's restaurant that was like a 1950s themed restaurant i think right yeah they had the black and white checkerboard floor Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they always had the best fries and gravy. And their burgers weren't bad. Yeah, their burgers weren't bad. They're, yeah, they were pretty good. And actually, their onion rings were pretty good, too. But it was that typical diner style, like you oh, said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw a question on Facebook now that we're talking about. It. I should ask you. Somebody was asking about burgers. Okay. Do you prefer homemade or store-bought in Ooh. the sense of it's a Friday, 
let's yeah. say at your place, middle of summer, yeah. what are you doing? Are you doing homemade or are you doing store bought? So I've never personally made homemade burgers. Okay. Kim has, and they're delicious. My mom has, and they're delicious. Um, a few episodes ago, I was talking to you about this YouTube channel that I started watching. Google foods. Um, and it's this guy that basically he has two channels. He has one channel on sous vide cooking. Um, and then the other one is basically cooking like meats over charcoal and like doing things kind of that way. Um, watching him hand make burgers where he's like, I use like 80% brisket, 20% uh, like pork tip or something like that, or beef tip or something. I think that's yeah. what it was called. Um, to like make your, to make your burger. And like, I'm watching him. I'm just like, this look like, it already just looks so much better than like the gray frozen ones that, that you get. Yeah. And like, if you're, if you're really into it, like getting like a, like a meat grinder to do it and like all of that. I, so I say all of this as I ramble, um, normally I'm like been the, the frozen guy or like maybe get a fresh one at deli counters. Like those are the, our dynamite yep. this yep. summer. I really want to, I really want to try more barbecue cooking, like with fresh meat. Okay. So I, that, so this summer will be a summer of fresh burgers. Nice. So are you going to go to like a local butcher? Or somewhere close by and see if yeah. they'll ground it up for you. Yeah. Or am I even get my own meat grinder? Yeah. That's see like how the, serious you are about it first. Because yeah, if, if the butcher, if the butcher will grind it up for you, what's the hard? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a great and, spot right down the road from us called Trading Post that yeah. has just phenomenal meat. Like okay. So, I think nice. that's where it would probably go. But yeah, there's a lot of different techniques I want to try. Apparently, putting an ice cube on a burger while you're cooking it helps it be that much more juicy. Okay. I mean, I get it because as it's cooking, you're just getting water filling it in, right? Yeah, apparently it just cha- it changes the flavor of it and everything. Huh. Yeah. Weird. I'll be honest. It's, uh, it's a little hard to do the frozen ones. For us because you know there's some dietary things we have to be careful of with the whole celiac thing you'd be surprised how many frozen burgers um have toasted wheat crumbs really like it's it's yeah if you look at the ingredients next time you're in the store just out of curiosity give a couple boxes of burgers a quick look you'd be hmm. amazed so uh the ones that you tend to find that are frozen that don't have them are like the ones where you're going to have to like give them a pinky and yep. you know, a left nut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we tend to stay away from those, but what we have found uh, in the last couple of years, because we, we knew of this place, but we didn't go there a lot, but we're yep. making more of a habit of it. Now there's a local butcher here, uh, Prairie meats, and it's a bigger operation, yep. uh, but family run and they have a bunch of different burgers but they have some great ones and they have one that is gluten-free. Yep. Um, there's no, none of the oats or toasted wheat or toasted breadcrumbs or anything yep. like that in there. It is so good. Oh, you're making so, yeah. me man. 
You're and, and the fact and the fact that we're supporting a local business, they're making them fresh on site. Oh yeah, That's... it makes you feel better about it, right? Yeah, man, for sure. So, I have no problem supporting an organization like that, no. and the prices are good too. No, I like it. <laughs> I I always look at that fresh stuff like in terms of paying more. It's like someone like instead of me had to stand there and make it, like. So yes, maybe the ingredients aren't as much, but like someone had to go in there and prepare everything just so I could have that burger. Yes, I will pay a little bit more. For yeah, it. and the prices aren't outrageous either. But at the same time, no, 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 no. I'm familiar with this group because this is the same group where we ordered several years ago. Now, our turducken from, mm. and oh dear God, I would do that again <laughs> in a heartbeat. I've never done turducken. Oh. Order it deboned if you're doing it. That would make sense. Yeah. And uh, so good. Mm. Oh, God. You can actually get a half one, too, like for a smaller crowd. Yep. Yeah. So good. Uh, and you can get them stuffed or unstuffed. That's what she said. <laughs> I really want to use my smoker more this year, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, I've got a nice little... A nice little smoker that has like an automatic feeder of wood pellets into it or like okay. wood, like wood, wooden pucks that go onto a little element and then they heat up and that's what brings the smoke in um and then they fall off this little conveyor belt into a, bo- a bowl of water um now what are you thinking you're gonna try well last year i did brisket that was the biggest one i wanted to do yeah um i want to do it again this year just again, I've been watching this Google Foods channel. He cooks brisket a ton, and just seeing like how he prepares it, I just I didn't do any of that. Um, like fair, like the way that you trim it, like I did it okay, I guess, considering I'm not a butcher. <laughs> um, but like yeah, like doing that, like seasoning it and letting it sit overnight in the fridge, like just like some of that stuff just to prepare it. Um. I want to do that and I want to be more, I want to cook it longer than I did last time, longer yeah. and slower. Um, but yeah, so I, brisket, I like to try again. I still haven't done chicken wings. I really want to do chicken wings. I've had smoked chicken wings. They're good. Um, I've done whole chickens and that's easy. I've done turkey. We did our Thanksgiving turkey in there. I was going to say, have awesome. you done the turkey leg thing? No, haven't done turkey leg. Turkey leg might not be a bad go-to for you, but I would recommend if you're going to do it, like, I don't know what this guy does, but I would recommend you brine them. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I can imagine the turkey leg turned out really good. So, yeah, like, I just, I want to make it more part of our regular eating routine because we have it. Like, I don't want it to just be like a special occasion thing. It's like if, if I can prepare enough ahead of time for enough stuff, like yeah. hey, on a Tuesday night, we could have brisket for dinner. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're not stuck to your desk and if you got the time to yeah. go upstairs and check on it every now and then, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's the, well, that's the goal. And even then, depending on how big the smoker is, I know he said it's not huge, but if you can fit a couple things on there, maybe you do some on the weekend and you know, you got some for later the week. Worst comes yeah. up. Yeah. 
No, what if I've done, I think I've done two chickens or I've done a chicken and a turkey together. Okay, so, so it's not it's that like, small. No, it's like it's it's got four four shelves. Yeah. That you can take out. So like if you have something really big, then it can take up usually two, two and a half shelves. So you always kind of got room at the top um, for a third hmm. one. So you can get a few extra things in there. It's quite handy. I wonder if you could do a smoked dessert. Oh, I'm sure you could. That would be interesting. I'm sure you could. Okay, well, I'm going to have to look up now and maybe send a couple <laughs> recommendations away. Because now you got the fat man thinking about food, and that's dangerous. Hey, you started it. Yeah, but you mentioned smoking. Yeah, that's true. I know. So I mean, don't that's... even. Yeah. It's a domino effect. What can yeah. I say? We're, we are each other's worst enemy in some cases, because yes. I mentioned I mentioned burgers that made you think of smoking, and now I'm thinking about smoking dessert. Yes. So, damn it. Wah, wah. Yeah. We did something a little interesting this, uh, this week. What's that? We had our Twitch stream. Oh, yeah. That was fun, man. That was a good time. Yeah, that was uh, fun. That was fun. And uh, I couldn't believe it. I think at one point you were like, we've been at this for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah. Really? I think it was like just shy, not two and a half. I think it was like 211 or something like that. Either way. Either way, we we went for a while. I was not expecting it. It didn't feel like it because we no. were just doing this like we are now. We're yeah, we're just, just shy shit. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. And it was good to have a few folks join us, which is awesome. Absolutely. Including Josh. And Josh, hopefully, if you're listening, you're having a having a good day. Absolutely. Taking Absolutely. it easy as much as you can anyway. Yep. Rest up, recuperate, do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. No, that was it was a lot of fun. It's uh it's fun every once in a while just to pop on there and do what we do here, but being able to to chat do with it. While we're while we're doing it, it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, of course. Having Mr. Dion in the background on the on the big monitor like that, Mr. Dion, cool. some classic Canadian '90s Canadianity, and yeah, it's a time. If you if you don't follow us on Twitch, you go to Twitch.tv/slash/podcast, and you can you can follow our channel. You can subscribe to it too, which apparent like I actually no, you can't subscribe to our channel. We're not. We're not monetized, <laughs> but you can follow our channel. There you go. Yeah, it's fun. You, you can request a Canadian TV show. You can request some Canadian music. Yeah. You can request that we never go on Twitch again. Doesn't mean we'll listen. Yep. But you can request it. And if people are curious why we don't do YouTube, um, I tried YouTube once and literally within... I think a minute of starting a stream, I was getting copyright striked. So there you go. That'll do it. So it just, whereas Twitch doesn't give a shit. Like, it just, yeah. So it's pretty much the wild west there. (laughs) You can get away with a lot more. There's a, and honestly, like if you're, there's a lot of really cool things on Twitch. Um, Much like there is on YouTube, much like there is on TikTok. Um, you find some pockets of good streamers who can do some really cool stuff or like learn some cool things. It's, it's cool. It's, it's such a different form of content now where you have 
Joe Schmoes like us being able to broadcast to the world. Yeah, but unless, you know, we're never going to compete with some of these other people. That's oh, absolutely not. Unless you're willing to, like, you know, go get your entire body wax and start doing this in a hot tub. <laughs> Why would I just want to wax my whole body? I didn't say you want to. Okay. I'm just saying you might need to. Oh, <laughs> that would be a lot of wax. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of body. <laughs> you can have a Kelly Clarkson moment. Yeah. No, I'm not that hairy. <laughs> oh God. That would be me. Yeah. Oh God. I'm a, just a are you like you know, the, the Jerry Seinfeld episode <laughs> where he shaves his chest and turns into the wolf man? Actually, I was about to say, you know that one was it the the second Austin Powers, is it where they bring in Fat Bastard? Yeah. That one. The opening credits where yeah. they're playing chess with the Russian model and you know stuff like that. And yeah. he tears his shirt down and it's just like all like hair. Yeah. That's pretty much me. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just is not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It's not, it's not good. good. No. So either way. Mike's going to do that on the next live stream. For- I am not shaving my chest. I used to. I didn't say shave. I said wax. Sorry. I did shave my chest in high school. Biggest mistake I ever made. Why are we just learning about this now? Because I only did it once. A bunch of us did it. Like a bunch of us on the football team did it. And the amount of like, not ingrown hairs, but just like rashiness. From the hair growing again and the itchiness, never again. Absolutely never again. This sounds like the worst porn ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was 17. <laughs> I think I was 17. Oh, why did you guys think that that was a good idea? I don't know. It was the late 90s. We were probably hopped up on creatine at the time. <laughs> Not that you get hopped up on creatine, but creatine and jolt cola. That's what we were doing. Creatine and McDonald's and chicken oh wings. <laughs> uh, have you seen uh before we wrap up the show, uh McDonald's announced earlier this week that they are gonna be shutting down operations temporarily in Russia. Yep. And there was a guy today that handcuffed himself to the doors of his local McDonald's saying, and he was protesting, basically saying, these corporations don't know what they're doing. All they're doing is hurting the little people like me. Meanwhile, this guy's not a little sure he's person. Right. Oh my God. Like I'm a big fat man, but Jesus Christ. This guy loves this. Was a, this was a large, large man. He loved his McDonald's. So he's just going on and on about how all McDonald's is doing is hurting the people like him. Meanwhile, there's other people in Russia that went out and bought a crap ton of oh, McDonald's. That, yeah, that's what I've been saying. They're hoarding it in their freezer. Like, yeah. <laughs> like just something, having like stacks of Big Macs. Yeah. 
or people are selling it on the second mar- on the uh, sorry the secondary market. There's only one market for McDonald's that's buying that shit from McDonald's. Now you've created this secondary market. There's a McDonald's black market. Yeah, of people buying fucking Big Macs from each other. It's like that one that one really shifty muppet on the on Sesame Street that wore the trench coat and would open up like, "Hey, you want to buy an O?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except now it's like egg McMuffins. Did you hear too that Russia is basically saying that any enterprises that have left any of their like yeah they're gonna try and claim assets are gonna get claimed, which means you're gonna yeah. have like offshoot McDonald's restaurants <laughs> serving the, like the, the bizarre McDonald's call food. <laughs> like seriously, what the fuck are they gonna call them? I don't know. We should workshop a couple of really, like, just a couple ideas here for Russian McDonald's ripoffs. Man. What do you think? Like, just based on some of the, like, the McLennans. The McRuble? The McRuble. Hey, that's not bad. But they're worthless right now anyway. Exactly. So, uh, the McRuble, though, has a nice ring to it. Yeah. I will say that. Um can you go in and order a McBorscht at the McRuble? A McBorscht? Yeah. What's you know, borscht, the soup. Oh, okay. No, no, no McBorscht? No, okay. no McBorscht. Okay. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right, does it? No, it does not. <laughs> McBorscht. <laughs> well, welcome to McCoons. Like Russian Ikea. Yeah. Russian Coca-Cola. Right. No, it's going to be welcome to McPutin's. Here's what you'd like to order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be it. Man, oh, man. Yeah. It's going to be Crazy It's going to be messed up. Yeah, it is. Crazy it really times. is. And we're not going to get into it. But no. oh, man, I heard that. And the other clip I wanted to mention in regards to Russia really quickly was I don't know if you saw this because, you know, everything's on Reddit. Yep. Um, you go to a local mall, especially like the ones that have two stories. Yeah. And you you usually see like that one opening if you're on the second floor yeah. that overlooks the first floor, right? Yeah. You can see the escalator going down. You can see people walking by on the like first floor, court. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So picture that, but you're on the first floor looking up at the second floor. Okay. Some guy in Russia realizing just how worthless the ruble is right now started tossing rubles off the second floor over the balcony onto the first floor because he realized he couldn't do anything with them yep that's how useless the ruble is right now it's insane yeah like how again no i'm not gonna get into it not gonna get into it no Um, but yeah the last thing i'll say on this Someone, I saw some someone made this comment on Reddit, like, and it, it, again, it's the first time in history that this will happen. But like, we're gonna have war footage in 4K and firsthand combat. Like, we get it now. Like, it's it's absolutely insane the documentation that is gonna come from this. Yeah, insane. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So all I can say is if you have a better idea for the Russian knockoff McDonald's, feel free to hit us up. 
Yeah. The McGorbachevs? The McGorbachev. I don't know. I'm just forgot about Gorbachev. Right? Just saying. Yeah. The maybe Borshevsky, Nikolai Borshevsky, remember him? Yeah. Maybe instead of flurries, you know, the McFlurries, they have the McBurrays. Oh. See? See what I did there? I see what you did. Just saying there's some possibilities there. Yeah, the Fedorov. Yeah, there. The McOvechkin. Ovechkin. The McOvies. The McOvies. That's not I bad. I like that. I That's like that. That's not bad. Right? But hit us up if you got some other suggestions. Yeah. Same with Russian Starbucks, too, because you know that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. anyway, that's it for this episode. We just shot the shit again for like an entire episode. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was a good catch, uh, chance to catch up. And I, it's, it's happened ever since we started doing this on Sundays. Yeah, I know. Just to kind of recap, wind yeah. down, you know. I like to it. shoot the shit. Next week, I'm gonna try and actively find a cash or trash for us. Yeah, we'll do a little bit more preparedness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, make sure you check us out on social media, like Mike already mentioned, Twitch being one of them. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case may be. You can check us out on all major podcast platforms and you can check out our listening uh, club as well. Wax and poetic. Just drop us a line on any of those social media platforms. If you want to listen, uh, we have a playlist going on on Spotify. It's an open playlist. Not only can you listen, you can add songs if you'd like. So feel free to do so. Just look up podcast playlist on Spotify. All of this info and more is available on podcast.com, which Mike has painstakingly curated for your enjoyment. It's 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 a scene. It's something I, I've, I literally don't think I've done anything to that website since we launched it. Woo! That's way to way to sell the people, Mike. That's uh, <laughs> maybe we'll put some fun shit up there one day. There you go. Any parting words for the folks? Oh, man, have a good week. Exactly. Just take care of yourselves, folks. Yeah. Have a great week. The weather's changing. It's going to be great. Yep. Later.